In today's episode, we're speaking to Katie Richardson. Katie is a coach to entrepreneurs, mom to four, wife, author, and a powerful speaker. She has been featured on Ellen DeGeneres Show, Rachel Ray Show, Today's Show, and on the cover of Entrepreneur Magazine. Martha Stewart, Matt Damon, Camilla Elvis, Mario Lopez, Robert Downey Jr., Courtney Kardashian, Bill and Bill and Gilles, Rienka, and Pam Beasley are just a few of the celebrities known for using her products. Let's speak to Katie and find out how she changed her life by working on her mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we have the amazing, the wonderful Katie Richardson. Welcome, Katie. Gul, super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being a guest. It's such a pleasure to have you. People have heard your intro. They know how amazing you are. But in your own words, Katie, please tell everybody what it is that you do. I am an entrepreneur. I started my first business about 15 years ago, built up and sold that business. It became a multi-million dollar international physical products business and have distribution in 2000 stores in the US and distribution in 26 different countries. And I think the thing that is fascinating about my story is I was a stay-at-home mom who at, at the time I had three kids when I started my business, I now have four. And so people are fascinated by the fact that I was able to build this significant business and do it in a way where my marriage thrived, my family thrived, I um, you know, had my health. And a lot of times we hear an opposite story. And so today I, I sold that business about five years ago. It's mm-hmm. called Pudge for anybody who's curious about it. And today I coach entrepreneurs to do something similar in their business, right? To build the business and the life that they dream. Wow, fabulous. Now, I, being a mother myself, I know how difficult it is to balance between your work and your children, especially when they're younger. And you're always being pulled in different directions because mm-hmm. of that commitment, because you don't want to neglect your children and you don't wish to neglect your business, especially if that's another baby of yours. So if you get started, how did you actually you know, end up being, you know, setting up this business and what, what gave you the, the, the courage to even get there? What, how, what kind of mindset did you have yeah. so through your journey? How did you end up, you know, uh, being a stay at home mom and starting a business? So building a multi-million dollar international business was never my goal. And I think that's important to hear uh, from the get go. Yeah. I, uh, as an educated product designer, I was staying home with my kids and, was kind of just, I had my mom's old 1962 Bernina. It's a sewing machine. And when my kids were asleep, I would just make things. I would make hats and shoes and blankets and baby carriers. And I was a creative, right? And I was just kind of exploring and having fun. And there were things about motherhood that I absolutely loved. And then there were also pieces of me that felt like they weren't being um, utilized in motherhood. And Mm -hmm. so um, I was making these things and just like gifting them to friends or selling them at very cheap prices because I was just really unsure of myself. And um, 
one day I was just trying to get out of the house and I went to a children's boutique just to look at things. I honestly couldn't even afford anything in the store. And uh, the boutique owner comes over to me and she says, where'd you get all this stuff? It's totally hot. And I was unsure of myself as a designer at the time. And I was like, didn't want to make assumptions that she was talking about the things that I had made. And so she points them out specifically. And everything she pointed to was something that I had designed and handmade myself. And so I said, oh, you like these? I made them. And she said, you made these? Well, I go to all the trade shows and this is hot. I want you to make it for me. And goal, I was like, I was really taken aback because you know how it is when you have young kids. And at the time, my kids were about three and one. My hands were full. Like I, if I got my teeth brushed on some days, like that was, that was huge progress. Right. Yeah. And when she said that, it just felt like work. It felt like a burden. And I was just like, oh, well, I don't have a business and I'm pushing her away and I'm giving her all these excuses. And I really think and credit this woman for the career I eventually built out because she looked at me and very directly said, look, I know that you're very busy and you have your hands full right now, but someday these children are going to be in school full time. And you'll have a little bit more time on your hands and you will wish that you had done something with those gifts and those talents that you have. And this was a woman who was probably grandmother age. And I don't know her story. My guess is she probably personally had regrets in her life. And she fast forwarded me to my future and helped me feel those regrets, but feel them in the present moment, a time when I could actually do something about it. And Like, again, I wasn't trying to build an international empire, but what I was trying to do is like in that moment, this woman kind of cracked me open and had me curious about what could be possible in my life. And up Mm -hmm. until then, I was very much living a life of should and supposed to. I was, you know, very active in my faith and I was trying really hard to be the kind of woman I was supposed to be and the daughter of God. And I was trying to be the kind of wife that I was supposed to be and kind trying to be the kind of mother that I thought I was supposed to be because, you know, I wanted the gold stars and I wanted everybody's approval at the time in my mm-hmm. life. And she helped me become curious about something which I hadn't been super curious about before, which was, you know, what if I could create a life that I'd never previously imagined? Mm-hmm. And what if there are is potential an opportunity within me that I've never explored before. And I was really curious about that. And and that's what I really want to highlight here. And I, I really feel like this is the answer to the success I've been able to experience in my life. It's that I was curious about what was possible for me. And that was what drove me And look, anybody who's built a business, especially an international business with young kids knows that it is not easy. And there's tremendous opposition, tremendous opposition. And there were many, many times I could tell you lots of stories of when I was ready to wave the white white flag and be like, okay, (laughs) this is hard. I'm going to go back to just being a mom, right? And just living the small life. And over and over again, as I would face those moments in my life, I would remember what that woman helped me experience, right? Mm -hmm. And I couldn't live that life of regret. I couldn't. And I was so curious about, yeah, but what if? Like, what if I did do something bigger than maybe I'd never imagined before? And what if my ideas were on a store shelf? And what if people from all over the world got to experience solutions I created? And that is what I pursued. That is what I was chasing after. And 
you know, the business just became a vehicle for me to grow and develop as a human being, for me to grow and develop as a mother, even for me to grow and develop as a gifted and talented product designer. Wow. I think, I think that story is fascinating and I completely relate to it. When you build a business, especially around your children, there is so much growth as an individual that you have to go through because you have to balance so many things and you have to wear so many hats. I mean, even as mothers, we wear so many hats. We're the driver, we're the nurse, we're the cook, we're everything, right? And add to the fact that you're now adding um, entrepreneurship, you've got the business hat on. And the business had so many different variations, the, the accountant, the, um, the designer, the maker, the, you know, the, the strategist. And, oh, God knows, there's, there's certain things to do. But yeah. these are two different distinct identities which you have to balance out, especially if you have young children. I know this firsthand. And I understand when you're saying you, that you're ready to wave the right flag, I know there's been plenty of times when I'm like, oh, this is too hard. Yeah. And you feel guilty, like I'm spending this hour here when I should be, reading a book with my kid or playing a game because I'm going to lose out on the time. And especially being the kind of hands-on mum, but that you sound like just like me, you feel guilty, like, oh my God, I'm never going to get this time back with my kids. Shouldn't I be in my, you know, shouldn't I be with my kids doing some coloring or going to park or something else? But there's this, there's something inside of you that's yearning for something more because you understand and appreciate these young people, which you want to spend maximum time with, will grow up and have their own individual lives and they will leave a void behind. Yes. And the only way to you know, avoid that void is to make sure it already has something there that you're working on. Meanwhile, you're being a you know, full-time mother to, to your kids. I always say I'm a full-time mother and a part-time business owner. That's who I am because most of the time I'm spent on thinking about them, doing things for them. And whatever time remains, it's my business. I think that's how you built your business too. Mm-hmm. And when we were speaking off camera, you're able to, you know, you, you mentioned the fact that you're able to have that successful business and not sacrifice your home life or your your life with your husband, which is mm-hmm. the biggest stumbling blocks. So how do you, you know, how did your partner feel about you, you know, spending this time and creating this, having this business? I mean, there's so many different ways that I could share this. Let me let me answer a question that you didn't ask, but I think you really highlighted something that I want to point out that I think is mm-hmm. so critical to understanding how to even do what you and I are doing. Yeah. Um, you talked about identity and, and this identity as a mother and this identity as an entrepreneur, those are two totally separate things. And with like in the beginning, I felt like I was hopping around in like all these different worlds that I had. Mm-hmm. And it was overwhelming. It was stressful. It was exhausting. It was wearing. As I was trying to build this business, I learned a really important lesson. And that was more than building a business, I had to become the woman who could be the kind of mother that I wanted to be and also build the business. I I, I learned the importance of that identity. And when I kept them separate, life was hard and difficult and confusing and draining. And when I started to create an identity that was one woman who was an incredibly powerful businesswoman and a very present and loving mother, like that identity created excitement and energy within me. And how did I even come to understand how to do that? I was, I was kind of nervous growing my business because I'd seen too much evidence that as people built their business, it became so big and busy and stressful that it created strain in their life and ultimately ended up destroying their marriage, uh, really got in the way of their relationship with their kids, maybe had them lose their faith. And I was like, I'm not okay with that. Like I got one life to live. I don't want to mess it up. And so I was just trying to find the model of a woman 
mm-hmm. who had successfully built a business where she had a strong relationship with her spouse, a strong uh, in her faith and her belief, whatever that was, um, a woman who I felt like really had a relationship with her kids and was thriving physically and had a successful business. Like I wanted all of those things, if I'm honest. And so I would pull books from the library. I mean, this was like 2006, 2007, social media just had weird high school kids on it. So I'm like, I'm looking at magazines and books and I found too much evidence, Gold, that it was a disaster zone. Yeah, it is. me. And I just thought that's not okay with me. Like if I'm going to do this and it became confusing, right? Cause you feel this pull, this call to do something greater, yeah. but at the same time, you also feel this pull and this responsibility to do those other things too. Uh-huh. And so I'm, I'm trying to figure it all out and I had a new thought one day. And I really feel like sometimes these paradigm shift thoughts to me, that's God speaking to me in my life. It is, yes. And I had this new thought and it was Katie, you're looking around for the model that proves that this is possible. Um, but you don't need her. In fact, you're a designer. You understand creation. You can create her. And so I went from trying to find proof and evidence and basically repeat a life that somebody else had created to opening up to infinite possibility. And the wild thing is I'm a trained designer. Like I do. I know the process of creation. I know how to take an idea, concept and sketch it out and Um, turn it around in my mind and make it better on paper and then actually create it through prototyping and manufacturing. Like I know that process very, very well. And what I wasn't doing was I hadn't realized I could take that same framework and model and bring it to my life. (laughs) And when I realized this, so much possibility opened up and it just became this fun game where I was like, oh, cool. So I'm going to become a woman that maybe hasn't even existed before. Well, let's get to know this woman. Like, what is she like? And what does she wear? And how does she show up to her meetings with Target? And then what is she doing on the weekends with her family? And what does she do when things go wrong in her business? Like, how does she address customer service? And so I just got really curious about those things and very intentional. And that is the lesson that I learned and that I want to share with your audience now is that you can create the life that you want and you do it by creating you. Hmm. I love that. I absolutely love that. So this is this ties in very, very strongly with, you know, what I teach in my mastermind, my high-end mastermind, where module 10 actually is, <clears throat> is all about identity. And we talk about you have this old identity of who you are at the moment and you have the new identity of where you want to be. And in the, for example, because I'm around on the money segment, you know, we yeah. talk about being um, a six-figure and a seven-figure earner or a multiple seven-figure or an eight-figure earner. So the, the eight-figure earner version of you has a different identity to yes. the person at the moment who's, who's a five-figure earner. And therefore, you have to take on the identity of the eight-figure earner first and start thinking like them first and adopting their habits and the way of thinking and the way of being first, which is exactly what you're saying, create that person first. Mm-hmm. And then step into it, and the universe will bring you opportunities, ways, and reasons to actually step in and adopt that identity fully. So you've done exactly what we talk about, and you're a living example, which I absolutely love and adore. You really are an example of someone who's done that, created a new identity, created a version of herself that she wanted to be, and then stepped into that reality, and now is teaching other people how to do it. That is fabulous such a wonderful example can I share an important distinction of this I want to hear your question I want to make sure I share an important distinction because that that's exactly what I'm talking about goal and what I learned was it's not about acting as if your future self no no, 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 no. faking it I want to make sure people understand that 
in that moment of like imagining your future self and experiencing her in your mind, it's a spiritual thing, right? And I'm not necessarily talking even God. It's just, it's not in reality. It's in your mind, which is spiritual. And to, in order to bring that future self into your reality, it is a choice and it is a decision that we make. So we don't pretend and act as if we make a decision and we start taking new action. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. I love that. I mean, I'm going to explain from my perspective what that, what that, what that means for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm heavily involved in quantum physics and I talk about different realities and different dimensions. So based on that fact, it's not acting as if basically all your different versions of you, there, there, there's a version of you that's now a mother of five living in Guatemala, uh, yes. or there's a version of you that's a mother of five living in Japan or um, or uh, an entrepreneur is, um, who's, you know, who's, who's, a, who's an ex-Olympic uh, athlete. There's different versions of you in different realities and different dimensions. So when I say adopt this new identity, there's a version of you that already exists. And, and keep in this mind that time doesn't exist as we know it. That time is illusion. The past, present, yes. future all coexist. Yes. Therefore, if there's a, there's a different reality where there's a version of you that already exists with whatever you are wanting to have now, yes. this is where alignment comes in. You connect with that version. It's not yes. acting. There's no acting here. You connect with that version of yourself and you pull that reality to you because you're going to go to A, B or C based on your choice. If yes. you choose to connect with that version of reality, which has, who's making seven figures on a monthly basis, who has a loving husband or a loving wife mm-hmm. and or whatever family, that's the reality you're going to pull towards yourself. And that's it. It's not faking it till you make it. It's actually connecting to that version of reality on the spiritual world not this is a woo-woo, this is all science-based, all physics yeah. And you're connecting to that reality. And this is a beauty of I think modern day and age. So we are, we still don't have the, the all the tools to prove what I just said, but um, you know, quantum physics and physics is actually very much very close to breaking breaking to this and explaining the different dimensions and different realities because they do exist. And even the even even the you know Hollywood accepted that with you know through the new movie or Marvel movie, um, you know, they, they explained the multiverse. Um, I think they introduced the idea, which I thought beautifully done in the new Spider-Man movie. But it is so this mass adoption of this idea is is being taken on board. Yeah, and that this idea that there's different versions of realities which we can connect with, and then pull that to ourselves. That is the key, and I think this is the missing link for for manifestations. Yeah, I loved hearing your explanation of that, and. I'm I'm so careful about using that word manifestation. I think because so often it gets associated with like just well, mm-hmm. just, just yeah. yeah just just yeah. think of what you want and it'll show up in your life. And it's so there's so much more intention and choice yes. and creation involved in that. And I loved hearing your explanation. That was so fantastic. And I loved how you even talked about how like the future version of yourself exists in a different dimension. 
people hear uh, psychologists and therapists and other people talk about your inner child. Mm-hmm. And just as there is a, you know, a five-year-old still in you, I believe that there is also a 50, 60, 70 year old within my access, within Absolutely. my reach as well. Absolutely. I think yeah. that, that's when the conversation of, of, of timeline comes in because timeline yes. is there for us to understand. Yes. But- the five-year version of me and the 16 version of me are all coexisting. It depends yes. on where we look at at any given moment in time. And from that's why that, we could go down the rabbit hole. No, it's so good. <laughs> I think when you when you understand, at least the, I, I would say that's the basic of uh, basics of quantum physics and manifestation itself. When you come to manifestation from that perspective, with that ideology, mm-hmm. then what you just said makes so much sense. As, okay, that's what I need to do. I have to have intention of where yes. I want to be. Mm-hmm. I have intention of what kind of person I want to create, what kind of life I want to create. And then I can go ahead and do that. Not wish for it, not hope for it, but yeah. actually go and create. And you are a living example of someone who's done that. And then yeah. now is able to teach those same concepts to uh, to other entrepreneurs who may be chasing the tail. Because a lot of the times, I think this idea of, um, you know, creating a life and having this, you know, you're basically saying that you can have your cake and you can eat it, right? And this is the idea yeah. that we, we, a lot of the things we are, especially through the media as well, you know, from the books and um, TV shows and movies, we are we are led to the, believe the idea that if you want money, if you want success, you will have to sacrifice your health and family and happiness for it, which is completely ridiculous. There's no such thing. But this is the lie that we've been fed and we believed it. So yeah. even now you were looking for evidence, but the evidence all points to the idea. Well, no, actually, if you want a success, then you're not going to have happy, happy love. You can't have a loving husband. You can't have loving children. You got, you're going to be lonely any by yourself, which is not true. You've proven it to yourself and live by example to us and everybody else. That's not true. You can have both things simultaneously. Absolutely. Yeah. And it comes down to choosing it. And And I'll add one other piece to this. I mean, you talked about time and how all things coexist. <laughs> I think it's important for people to understand that when it comes to creation or manifesting, however you want to describe it, you don't necessarily have control over the timeline. And there's this gap between when you're wanting the dream and you're taking the actions and you're doing the things that you thought would create a result and they don't happen fast and easy. They just don't. And in that gap, there's a tremendous amount of faith that is required. Our belief in ourself is, is very much being tested our belief in our our God, our spirituality, and, and being able to change our current circumstances, all of that is being tested. Mm-hmm. And in order to bridge that gap between your reality reflecting the past, which is ultimately what your reality does, right? Mm-hmm. It reflects the decisions of your past. Um, in order to move into this, this future life and reality that you want, you have to stay firm in this belief in who you are. And mm-hmm that will be the thing that bridges the gap between where you are and where it is that you want to go. Absolutely. And I, I love that. I think it, I always say, you know, faith is an essential ingredient if you want to create a life of intention. Faith mm. is not things that you believe in because you can see them. Faith is actually yes. believing things unseen. So in order for you to accept that you can create a new reality, you have to have faith. Without faith, it's just wishful thinking again. Uh-huh. I love Steve Harvey, who you know, who mentions the fact that he comes from from the Christian perspective. I have basically, and I, I come from the Muslim perspective, but I think this applies doesn't matter irrespective of your religious beliefs. Yes. Whether you even believe in God, you can believe in the universe; it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But the point is, you have to have faith, 
And he was says that, you know, God has, whenever you want something, God has placed an order for you, like my mama said, you know, but you you have to be in the house of faith when you place the order. And the, or the little minions start get to work and they, they're delivering the thing to you. However, if they come, if Amazon comes to deliver and you've ordered it from the house of faith, when Amazon comes knocking in the door and you're in a house of doubt, how can you receive your goods? Wow. You have to remain the house of you have to be you have to remain in the house of faith in order for you to get your goods, right? So, I love that example from Steve Harvey because that's so beautifully put. A lot of the times, things that we want are on their way. This life that you want is on the way. But we start doubting because of this gap that you just mentioned. There is a gap. There is always a gap. There and is. sometimes that gap is necessary for your growth yes. or for some other things to come into alignment. You don't know the reasoning behind it. This is divine right in divine source energy's way of being, yeah. divine right timing. We have to have faith. We just have to stay in the house of faith. Because as soon as we move into the house of doubt, we are not receiving our goods. They're going to be sent back. And this is this is what I love. You know, I love your your way of explaining because that just if I was listening to you, I'd be like, oh, if Katie can do this, I know I can do this. I just have to remain faithful. I have to remain in the house of faith long term. And, you know, eventually things will have to show up and things this things don't change rapidly. But you start receiving evidence that things are shifting. And that starts with your inner calmness. I was saying when people come to work with me, money will show up. But the first thing that will happen is the sense of calmness, the sense of understanding, the sense of you know, it's everything's falling into place. You get that sense of calmness first, happiness and joy come first, money follows after. Do you have you not seen that same, the same scenario with yourself? 100%, 100%. And the more that you emphasize and are fixated on the dream, the money, the success, the attention not being in your life, the more that you're going to continue to repeat that pattern. And you can start to find proof and evidence, even if it is a spiritual feeling inside, right? Not again, like not physical evidence, but just a feeling inside of you that it is coming and I'm going to stay the course and I choose to do this. Like the more that you can start to find evidence of the thing that you believe is outside of your grasp and wanting it in your, your current present reality, um, the more it begins to show up in your life. And I'll share an example of this. I coach high-performing entrepreneurs one-on-one. I have a client who uh, in her first year of business was making more than her doctor husband. And very quickly, she was like, as entrepreneurs, we have big goals and dreams, right? High targets. And the funny thing is we'll, we'll hit those goals and targets. And without realizing it, we've moved the goalposts. And we don't take a moment to celebrate, appreciate, acknowledge the fact that, holy cow, I've come a really long ways. And she had done this. Like she was pulling in more than her doctor husband very quickly and was already unsatisfied. And she was having a conversation with me and she said, why are my dreams always so outside of me? And she was just frustrated, annoyed, and felt like, is it just impossible? Is this unrealistic? I'm like, listen to yourself. And she had just told me a story of how she was sick. And she had to uh, watch Encanto with her kids at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday when she should have been working. And I was like, do you hear yourself? You had the freedom to sit and watch an incredible movie with a a beautiful moral with your kids. And you're not even able to be present in that. Right. Like you got you had this gift of living your dream of having a business that's generating income and being present with your kids. And you didn't even see it. And she was like, holy cow. I was like, your dreams are happening. Open your eyes. Wow. And I I love, I absolutely love that example because I think people don't realize, you know, your today's wish becomes yesterday's, oh, 
it's in today's news become yesterday's newspaper. That's how we with our dreams. So as soon as we've, we've you know we've achieved it, okay, what's the next thing? And I think ambitious. <laughs> It happens more so for them because you're always looking. Okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? There's a there's an idea of diminishing returns. Once you have something, it's no longer valuable because you've done it, you've achieved it. You have to get to the next high. The problem is not appreciating what we have once you have it. And then you know, of course, you, you, you know, everyone should set no new goals and um, should always be pushing themselves. Absolutely, but when you can't appreciate what you have. I think that's what it's worth living. And I think this is where a, a coach is so important. So they can send to you back and bring you back to reality. What's important yeah. to you? What is the most important thing for you? And I remember for my own self, I'm very good at doing this. Whenever I'm having a wobble, whenever I think, oh, things are not going to ha- happening fast enough for me, I look at what I already have. And for me, my time with my kids is the most precious thing. I know I have the time freedom to be able to go drop everything on the drop of a hat, take them somewhere, you know, doctor's appointments or whatever. And my son had recently done exams and stuff for 11 plus. I was able to maneuver my things around, still work, but do everything according to his timing, his exams, his, you know, his interviews. It was all around him and I had the freedom to do it. Yeah. It was the beauty of what I wanted to create and I have created it. And now, you know, when he goes to these schools, I have the money to be able to pay for his fees. His father's no longer paying. So, you know, it didn't bother me that the father is no longer going to bother paying. I know I can pick up the staff. I can pick up the staff and I can carry on paying. I will pay one child. I can pay the second one too. It was no skin on my back. Yes, I haven't got to the income goals that I wanted to last year. Last year was was a good year for me. But hell, was brilliant from where I started. And I can look after, not only give them a really good lifestyle, I can pay for the school fees and not think twice, not blink twice. And yes, that's okay, it's done deal. This is where I realized, oh my God, I'm at a place where I no longer depend on anyone for what I want to give my kids. My kids are my priority. I want to give them the best life, but I can do it. I'd have to factor in somebody else's, you know, means or whatever. And I think when people forget what their aims and goals are and they just start aspiring, I mean, I, I love money. I'm a money, money mindset person. But I think when people start basing their success on monetary success, that's when I think that's when they lose they lose the plot and they need someone to bring them back. Now, on that note, Katie, can you please tell us? Um, you know, thank you for sharing your your, uh, your story with us. Thank you for sharing your ideas with us. It's been yeah. such a fascinating conversation. We have to have a conversation with you and Money Talkies. But for the time being, tell everybody where is that we can connect with you. How can we find you on the internet? I'm really active on Instagram, katie.live. And I also have my own podcast where I share similar stories and, and I interview incredible experts. It's called What's Working Now. And again, we can only affect our life in the present moment. And so I'm really f- fascinated about what's working right now and really deconstructing the principles that are at the core of that um, so that I can apply them to my life and share that with my audience. And if you were inspired by this conversation, I would love to hear from you. So send me a DM through Instagram and I can't wait to hear from people. Wonderful. If if you're actually listening to us on the podcast, then remember the links that Katie just mentioned will be in the show notes. And if you are watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we have all the links to her as well. Go check her out. She's one kick-ass lady and someone that you truly want to follow. And especially if you want to manifest the life of your dreams. Well, thank you so much, Katie, for being such an amazing guest with us today on Friday Feature. And we will be speaking to you very shortly on Money Talkies. But until then, thank you so much. Thank you, Gold. It's been an incredible conversation. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you for listening to me and Katie. I will be back with another amazing guest on a Friday Feature. Until the next time we meet, this is Gold Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, 
www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.